Uh, welcome everyone to Sessionable. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back. Hey. <laughs> um, so I'm Adrian. I'm joined by Liam and Tom. Hey guys. Hey, how you going? And um, yeah, we're, we're drinking a couple of beers, uh, socially distancing at each other's houses. Oh, so I'm at Adrian's house. Adrian's at Liam's yeah. house. And... Yeah. Liam's <laughs> um, well, we, we should probably start with what we're, we're all drinking, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drinking, guys. Um, I've got a um, Mountain Culture Tomorrow Noon Oat Cream IPA. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, enjoying Where'd that. Where did you get it from? Um, it was given to me by Jordan at Bitterfew. Ah, cool. But uh, that's, uh, so that, that's, that's tasting really good. Just um, look, it, it, it is exactly what it says it is. It's an Oat Cream IPA. Looks great. Tastes great. Like, it, yeah. it fills all those um, criteria. Yeah, nice. What about you, Adrian? Uh, I've got a hazy as well. I've got the Garage Project Modern Times collab. Nice, oh, easy cool. as. Um, how you, how yeah. easy is it? It's super easy. Six percent. Nice, excellent. <laughs> I, I, I I think I've drunk half of it already. So yeah, so brewed using a hop-free boil, cryo hops in the whirlpool, and a massive do- double dry hop of mosaic, citra, and Nelson Sovereign hops. Hot free boil, that's interesting. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Cryo hops is like not actual hot pellets, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what the actual go is with cryo hops. Does anyone know? Oh no, it's um they are hot pellets, but it's like uh I think it's like they're pelletized at a super low temperature or something like that. So it's meant to keep more of the oils in in the in the actual hops. Right. I believe, but I could just be pulling that out of my ass. I don't know. It is something to do with the the process one or or the temperature or something when they're pelletizing, I believe. I also just noticed it has a so Garage Project are accredited as living wage provider, which is nice, and zero carbon. Yeah, nice. Um, which I imagine isn't the case bringing it over to Australia, but well, they might be yeah. offsetting that carbon. Maybe, yeah, mm. it's possible. Either way, it's a really good, really tasty beer as. Most of most, if not all, of Garage Project's hazies have been recently. Yeah. Have you ever had a Garage Project beer you didn't like? Yeah, I think like one of the hazies last year was a bit. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was oxidized or it was just too malty. Mm. Yeah, it was just weird. But the re- the recent forms have been really good. Yeah, definitely. Nice yeah. I'm breaking the mold and not drinking a hazy. Um, what are, oh, I'm smashing a, a serpent's kiss from Grifter. Oh, oh yeah. Classic. Cheeky yeah. SK, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, get amongst it. Yeah, I'm all about the SK. Sun's out. It's time to drink some uh, some fruited fruited non sour beers. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I actually am all about the SK. I love that beer. So I think I've recommended that in the past. Like, mm. I think I've had it on the podcast a few times as well. I yeah, that's a probably one of my favourite Sydney beers. Well, I was coming home from work today and I had the stark realization I don't have any beer in the fridge. So I oh, um, no. And uh, so I, I popped into PMV Liquor in Newtown. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got great, a great, good, great bottle shop, that one. Yeah, good yeah. local range. I had to stop myself from buying too much wine. but um, Yeah, you, I'm sure you picked up a few case. bottles, though. Oh, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. What else did I get? Oh, yeah, I got some, some tinnies of Wildflower. So I got a... Oh, yeah, I've been looking at later. that. And I got some... So I've been getting back into my rum lately. So I, I picked up some PS40... Uh, waddle seed colas. Yes. Ah, yes. Yep. And drink that with some rum. I reckon. That yeah. Sounds lovely. 
Yeah, it's a good shot. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had any of that stuff before. I don't think PS40, but we had them at Odd Culture. We did. We had um, pretty much had the whole range, and yeah, they were, they were I pretty would, nice. They were really lovely. I really enjoyed yeah. the smoked um, lemonade. Mmm, that sounds lovely. Yeah, that's right up my alley. Obviously, were you serving them as mixes or just like as uh, non-alcoholics? Both, bit of both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I sold a lot. I think most of what I sold was non-alcoholic. Like people coming in, going, hmm. "Oh, do you have any fun like mocktails or whatever?" And I go, "No, but I got some really fun sodas." Yeah, yeah. They give it a go, and they usually have a few of them. Have a few. Yeah, yeah. And are they bottled all on site? at the bar in the city or do they do them off-site? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. There you go. Spin-off. Yeah. Soft drinkable. We could do it. We could do a soft drink uh, episode. Yeah. Um, I was actually like, I, I've been really interested in trying some of the non-alcoholic options. That could recently. be... I was doing... I've been researching because I haven't tried anything, but I think we should do a non-alcoholic episode because... I agree. Yeah. Let's do um, there is a lot more out there and... I haven't had a chance to try any, but secondhand information is there's some pretty good ones. I've had a few. I've had some of the sober stuff. Yeah, they're, they're the ones I was looking at. I was pretty keen yeah. to try. Uh, yeah, they, they were quite nice. Um, I hear there's some of the better ones. Yeah, mm. yeah, uh, but yeah, I haven't tried any. I think they got a so pilsner or something that looks really good. Yeah, I, I oh, Tom, they got a finger lime beer. Nice. <laughs> it's coming back. Nice. <laughs> 20, 20, like, 20, 20, 2021 is going to be the, the year of the finger line, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> 2020 is a write off. It's not the year of anything except what it is. I'm again, um, yeah. yeah. Isn't it like the finger lime cerveza? It or is, something? yeah. So that actually sounds lovely. What I've been told is it tastes like a decade with a lime in it. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, fucking awesome. So, um, what, the, the beer of my dreams then? Is that like. Yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. non alcoholic. They got a pilsner, a lemon aspen pilsner, which I've been told is very crushable. Yeah, yeah, well, I like maybe... how they're doing lots of stuff with Aussie, like native Aussie botanical. Yeah, aniseed uh, myrtle, myrtle stout, pepperberry IPA, Davison plum, yum, ale. Yeah, yeah. gluten free and non-alcoholic. Man, they take a box. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I had a non-alcoholic beer when I was in the UK. Um, it was, I think it might've been a Mikula one cause I was at the Mikula bar Yeah, and it was like a sour. So it was awesome because, you know, you don't really need the alcohol kick for the, the flavor in a sour beer. Yeah. Um, sours are already like generally fairly low. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, so out of interest, Adrian, what made you order it? Just that it, just cause you wanted to try it or you just didn't want to, you. Oh, so, um, Dylan, uh, who used to run Bitterfew, uh, now runs the Mikola Bar London. Yep. Or Mikola Brew Pub London, um, which just opened up recently, actually. It was pretty cool. So they had a bar for a while, but they've just opened up the Brew Pub. Is that correct? Yeah. So you, it was just a bar uh, in Exmouth Market, which was the second bar in London. And they closed for a while and um, installed the Brew Pub. Yeah. And cool. opened up in the last month or so. Um yeah, has had some backing from old mate Rick Astley. I saw a photo yeah. that he put up on, on Facebook yeah, with that. him and, and Rick Astley, and I didn't know what the connection was, but I thought that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I was I was there at the bar visiting him, and yeah, he just said, "Oh, we got some of these non-alcoholic beers in." G- gave him a cup, gave him a go, and yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. 
the sour one's really good. Did he give you up? No, no he's never going to give me up. I was waiting for your for your dad joke. <laughs> there had to be something in there. <laughs> Look, it's my brand, mate. I, I'd be, yeah. yeah, you know, it's what it's what all the listeners are here for, right, guys? Right, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm hearing crickets. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, speaking of bad humor, um, Tom, you, you, yeah. you said you had some a, a pop quiz for us. So we were we were having like a bit of a uh, a chat at the start of the episode. Uh, we 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 sort of um, after doing this for what. How many years is it now? It's uh, seven years. Jeez, really? That sounds I about right. So. Yeah, seven yeah. years. I think we've covered all everything there is to talk about beer, right? Like we're we're done. We've we've, we've, we've ticked everything beer. off. So um, yeah. uh, we were trying to think of what to talk about today, and I uh, I've come across this excellent. Um, uh, I think it's an Untapped account, but it's also not Untapped Instagram account, but it's also on Facebook, and it's called Untapped WTF. Uh, now I've gone off Untapped over the last couple of years. I'm just not, I don't use it anymore. Um, I only use it to like check the um, tap lists at places. I don't use it to check in anything. Yeah, do same. You, do you use it, Adrian? Or not really? No, I've, I've stopped using it as well. Um, I think maybe around this time that I stopped working in Hospo, I stopped using it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, because, yeah, yeah. It, when I was in Hospo, it kind of became like, you know, checking everything that I, that I had at the bar that I was working at. And it just, kind of lost all point and yeah afterwards i just stopped using it yeah so um and this this site does kind of it it puts together all the stuff that i hate about untapped like one of the reasons i don't use it much anymore and it's just idiots being idiots on untapped um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to read some uh untapped reviews and i'm not going to tell you what the beers are um and uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what they uh what they rated it i'll tell you for the picture you know and then so you style, guys are you gonna tell the style um or do we have to guess the style as well um i'll tell you the style i'll tell you the style yeah, yeah. Okay. and there'll be some that'll be aussie one beers that we know um some some might be easier than others uh it's not really a game that you're gonna win or lose but it's uh it's more i mean look i think everyone's lost at this point uh <laughs> it's just kind of the whole thing <laughs> I'll um I'll I'll read some of these out. So I've put some together. Um, okay. So this one I actually have for this first one. I have two reviews that apply. So I've actually found two. That should help this, us narrow it down a little bit. So, so this might narrow it down. You might. This is probably. I reckon this one's the bet. Your best bet for oh. for a win. Okay. Um. So I'm starting you off easy. All right. So uh, and I'll tell you where I'll tell you where the the beer's from as well. Where, where the brewery's from. If it's a, a, a like a a beer from overseas, it's a brewery you've definitely heard of. So, okay. So this one. This is uh, Jose R has given this beer 2.25. And his comment is maple syrup stands out in flavor. Is it it the rogue maple bacon? It is not. Um, I think I know what it is, but I want to hear the next. And it is a stout American Imperial slash double. It's the founder's uh, um, CBS. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) The other one is. The same same beer, different guy. So this is Tony D. And Tony D says, sweet from the maple, but don't really taste the maple. Stout. Flavor, but kind of hard to drink for me. Four out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a, here's an Aussie one. Um, this is a Sydney beer, actually. James V gives um, this pale ale dash Australian three out of five stars. And he says, first few sips were nice, but then read that it had Simcoe hops. Um, 
Is it from Rivers? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll take that back. Is it from Akasha? Kind of. So was I right when I accidentally said Riverside to start with? No. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, please. So this is the Reckless Pale Ale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I get the kind of now. Yeah. Um, I just want to say we should probably tread lightly because we don't know if this uh, person actually listens to the podcast or not. It's highly unlikely, but... Um... <laughs> they probably do. Yeah, true. That, that's true. I don't know. I, like, that, that's a good point. Um... But all, all I'm going to say is you shouldn't change your your thoughts just because you think you don't like a particular hop. It's just and if... how it's used by other brewers. If you like the beer, then you go, oh, maybe I do like Simcoe. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, this is Michael N, and this is a this is a beer from New Zealand. And Michael N has given this beer; it's an IPA international. He's given it two point five out of five stars, and he says, "Bit bitter." <laughs> is it Epic Hop Zombie? No. Garage Project. No. What is it? It's the Parrot Dog Bitter Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Great, uh, Michael. Yeah, Michael needs to bring some new beers. <laughs> yep. So this one is Nick S. Uh, so this is an American brewery, a very highly rated American brewery, like a one of the the top ones, I'd say. And this is a farmhouse ale saison. Nick S. gives it four point seven five out of five, and he Ooh. explains why. He says, "I don't give enough beers a four point seven five. This beer is probably a five, but I need to up my four point seven five numbers." And then he, he goes on to say, "This will be a, this will be another hint. Hill can take the low rating." Yeah, uh, it's it's Hill yeah. yeah, is it Arthur? It's, it's Florence. Okay, good to see. Uh, he's got his four point seven fives up there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. You just got to make sure you get your four point seven fives. Just don't. I love how everyone who still uses Untap has like their own rules. Yeah, and like it's hard when like for a brewery to be like, oh. Why do you only give us four point seven five? And like he's like, no, nah, I need to up my four point seven fives. Yeah, I think that's the point. That that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to get at. I, I think a lot of people don't realize that these numbers they actually do mean something to the breweries. Do they though? In aggregate. In aggregate. Uh, I mean, I would look at comments, but I wouldn't look at overall scores. I don't know. I suppose, I, I I know some brewers take a lot of notice with this stuff. I know, um, I, I, I've definitely heard from a lot of friends in the industry who work for breweries, probably more on the sales side and, um, and maybe the brewing side, that it can have a big effect. Like, it, 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 these, like these ratings, like the aggregate, the, the, the average, mm. does um, affect sales. And that's probably a bit frustrating when it's a... Because the reason I stopped using it is I was using it as a personal, as a way to personally track what I'm drinking. Yeah. But I remember once, I remember it was a beer that I, that I really enjoyed. Like it was a really nice beer. And I, and I, but I didn't, for whatever reason, I just didn't give it a rating. I think like, I just, I just didn't rate it. And then I got, I got, cause I was, and I was Facebook friends with the, one of the, like the brewer. And he sent me a message being like, did, did you not like the beer? I'm like, I, I love the beer. I just didn't give it a rating. He's like, oh, why not? I was, I was like, half cut. It was like four mm, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just sorry. I probably forgot. Like, yeah. I also think though, like not giving it a rating is better than giving it a bad rating. rating. So yes. I think politically, just not rating, but checking it in, it's better than yeah. checking it in and giving it a rating. So yeah, that's why I stopped rating when I was using it. Yeah, I, um, I kind of got jack of it pretty early and it was because we were having a beer, it was us actually, and another member of this podcast team 
I said, oh, what do you think of this beard? He's like, oh, just read my untapped review. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah, and that's kind of when it, when it, when it ended for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another great one here. I, I, I won't make you guess, but it's a guy, and it's like his comment is only, it's like backlog March 2009, and this was checked in this year. It's like, how do you remember? And he's rated the beer four out of five. It's Gordon Drak classic. It's mm. like, hmm. how do you remember what it tastes like back in fucking... 2009. Oh, because he's gone through his old notebook he had or something like that, I'd imagine. Yeah, I guess so. But like, that's cheating. You can't back check in beers. You totally can. You can check in beers you've never had. I mean, I guess he physically can, but it's Whoa. like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would, but... Wouldn't do. it let you like not check in too many beers at the one time? Yeah. No, oh, no, you can check in heaps. It, oh. used to, it used to start. I remember being on the train back from an event at Beer Cartel. And it wouldn't let me check in all the beers we'd had. It was like an RSA thing in the app. <laughs> it's like, mate, I'm like, I'm just trying to check the beers in. I drank, I drank like lots of little tasters, but that that was pretty early on. That was yeah, before I worked at Beer Cartel, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that was um, that was good fun, Tom. Thanks for that's all right. That's <laughs> a, just a, something a bit different, you know. <laughs> um, and we'll put a um, yeah. So it's called Untapped WTF is the name of the Instagram slash Facebook page. Lovely. <laughs> and it's uh it's, it's a good laugh yeah um before we go on the break why don't we just do a quick news roundup sure of- yeah the world's moving at a much slower revolution per minute at the moment when it comes to news yeah so, especially, especially beer news yeah. yeah yeah um so i think um i think the to me probably the most important one is uh happy birthday crafty like that. Oh yeah, that's, yeah a, that's a big um big milestone. Oh, ten, well, years. Ten. Like, ten years. Ten. Ten years of crafting. Yeah, yeah. But also, like to be fair, like the last nine years of those have been since January. So, like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys doing ten years ago? Um, ten years ago, I was this time of year. I was probably doing my HSC. Really? Or about to? I believe I was a beer nerd in Sydney, so not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So are you, Liam, right? Yeah, I was trying to think. Were you were you um, camper down back then? No, you would have been pump house. No, it would or have been pump quite. house. I definitely yeah. remember meeting James pretty early on. I don't, I'm trying to remember when it was. Yeah, meeting James from Crafty, one of the first times he came to Sydney and we were getting the pump house listed on Crafty Pint. And I mean, I definitely was reading Crafty Pint at that stage, but maybe it was like a year or two old at that point. I'm, no, I'm really bad with like what I was doing at certain times of the year, let alone yeah. ten years ago. But yeah, I think I might have met him down in Melbourne one of the times I went down because I used to go down a lot more frequently. Yeah, I think I met him like pretty early on during one of the um, what's that bar at Federation Square? Um, Beer Lux. Beer Lux. Beer Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was an event there. Might have been for. Might have even been pre the first beer week, and got to chatting. As you do. Yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, Crafty is such a pivotal part of the Australian beer scene. Um, and, I mean, I always love giving James crap because I always say that Crafty is so Melbourne-centric. But um, but he's done such a great yeah, great thing for uh, Australian beer. And, like, you know, like when I was working on Sydney Beer Week, um, Crafty was really instrumental with that. But not only that, just, like, any any event beer festival – Gab's good beer week. Yeah. And you say that, you know, you, you joke that he's Melbourne centric, but he's really not. 
uh, the, the the website is really not these days. No, nah, he has. It used to, it used to so be many, very Melbourne centric, yeah. and I used to always complain to him about it. And so I yeah. I just always keep it going just to wind him up. But yeah, the, there are so many good writers from every state these days. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that are representing the Crafty Pint brand, I guess. So yeah, and that well deserved anniversary for them. Yeah. So the only way I can date when I met James from Crafty was was before Nick was writing for Crafty Pint. Back when Nick had his own blog. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember blogs? <laughs> I used to have a blog. I bet you had like five blogs, Tom. Yeah, that's I'm very sure. true. I think five is a low number. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had a beer blog though, didn't you? Yeah, I study in beer. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's where the handle came from. Yeah. Um, which I uh, I still, yeah, I like the handle. I do. I think it's a nice, nice handle. I, I always have plans to do something else with it, but then I, I don't. You always have plans, Tom. That is very me. I do always have plans. And to be fair, like this is this podcast is one of the only ones that's actually, you know, <laughs> done anything or lasted at any time. So, um, all right. Well, uh, do we have any other news? Any other big, uh, big ticket items? Oh, well, we had a, we got a new brewery open in Sydney. Yeah, okay. th- there was a brewery opening news. Uh, um, Bracket Brewing just opened recently in... Uh, I want to say Botany, isn't it? Or yeah, I want to say somewhere around there, but I can't really remember the suburb. It's Alexandria, in a, in a south. Alexandria, like to call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The inner south's definitely the um the new inner west of uh, of the craft beer scene. Yeah, we were just talking about what what was it like? What was the one that you mentioned last time? Oh, oh yeah, um, they have the refractory slow here. lane. Slow, slow lane. lane, yep. Slow lane. Yeah. One drop we've talked time. about. We have it. We need there. to catch up with. Yeah. Um. Well, you still got Frenchies. Uh. Yeah. Rocks is out Rocks. there. Yeah. It's becoming a. It's not quite as district as uh, as the inner west. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely. There's for the people of uh of that area. There's definitely some options for them. I think it's it it fits that model of, you know. Lots of warehouse spaces, plus good amount of residential as well. Yeah, so, I think the inner west, all the good warehouses are, are yeah. taken. Like you know, yeah, it took filters so long to find, like years to find the right space, just because the options aren't there anymore. Yeah, I think there's some potential there to keep growing because because of that mix of warehouse and residential. Um, we'll see what happens, but. Yeah, I've heard from a few people that Bracket's pretty good, so it'd be good to go there sometime soon. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about we uh, take a break and then do some recs? That Sequence. sounds like a great idea. Um, all right, should we do recos? Yeah. Yep. Cool. cool. Oh, um, are we on any other beers? Yeah, I'm, I've cracked open a, an organic table beer from this uh, new up-and-coming brewery called Wildflower. What a coincidence! So, so am I. Oh, nice one! Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a bit left out, guys. I'm um, um, drinking a beer from just down the road. Though I'm drinking a batch American Pale Ale. So, yeah. oh, those guys. Yeah. yeah, keeping it local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice one. Oh, you know, that's that's probably the brewery I drink the most beer from at the moment. So, why is that? Um, oh, you know, I uh, I know a few people there. I guess. Yeah, just a massive. Know the fan. right people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do. Look, I do enjoy the beers a lot. I um. You spend quite uh, a bit of time there too. I do. I do spend quite a bit of time there, and in fact, today, um, ex-employee as well. That's true. I am an ex-employee. Yeah. 
It's everything, mate. I'm an ex-employee. I'm the current dungeon master for the, you know, the, the official <laughs> batch um, D&D game. Um, so that basically makes me an employee. Uh, yeah, that, that's um, not a joke. That's, that's, that's straight up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. And um, no, but even today, um, uh, I was, uh, spent the day with my family and uh, my brother Riley had bought himself a four pack of Pash because he just, he just really likes Pash. And I was like, good on you. Like, you know. It was pretty funny. I went to PMV on the way home to get some beers for tonight. And then um, just staring at the fridge, looking in there. They got all, like, good local range. And, it was, and the guy's like, oh, I had the, the four pack of table beer in my hand. She's like, oh, yeah, we just got those in. I was like, yeah, it's the last one. I'm going to crush that tonight. She's like, oh, what else are you after? I was like, oh, I just want something like, you know, light and smashable. He's like, oh, I've been having this. Uh, we got these uh, new batch beers. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, Don't you like batch? He's like, no, nah, I work for him. I want something different. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, actually, the Patch the Magic Dragon three seventy um, fives. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging them. I'm just like absolutely vibing on them hard. They're Patch so is tasting. I reckon the best it's ever tasted. I, right I now. agree. I think Patch yeah. is like. Just absolutely kicking goals at the moment. It is. Yeah, there's some changes to so the good. to the fruit from a supply level, which is I think made it uh, a lot more nice. vibrant. Yeah, it yeah. is vibrant's a good word. It is very vibrant, mm. and I'm 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 absolutely digging it. So that could be my beer recommendation. There you go. No, straight into yeah. it. Bang. If we're not 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 the way. I, I think we were going to skip beer this uh, this episode. Is that the I haven't plan? drunk. I don't think I've drunk much beers that aren't from the brew that I work for since the last time I spoke to you guys. So and I just recommended a batch beer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, yeah, we've done it now, Adrian. What yeah. anything you want to throw in there? Well, I was going to say like I would I'd be in danger of recommending Wildflower every episode because that's yeah. pretty much most of what I've been drinking recently. Um, yeah. That. Table beer is tasting awesome though, out of a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at a very good, very competitive price point. Um, what what is it going really for? It. A four pack. I think it's like twenty five a four pack, which is the yeah. twi- the cheapest wildflower ever. Yeah, and they're four forty mil cans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four forty mil cans. Yep. Yeah, I remember. It's only, like, it's only three. It's only three. Well, three percent. Yeah, but it's such a good beer. Like, yeah, it's great beer. Yeah, I remember talking to Topher when he was uh, in the planning stage for canning them and he was talking about price points and he he said he wanted to price them very, pretty sharply. Yeah. I think the idea was that the cans let him do it a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. And he also managed to get uh, organic certification for this one. I was just about to say, I'm just looking on the side of the can and they're certified organic, but I don't know... So he's using um, SXC. Is, is it? He's using organic hops uh, from I want to say Ryefield, but it might not be this year. I, mean, I think it is. Harvest. I think it is. They, Ryefield still did get some hops out, and I know Topher. Yeah, got them. and then um, the their malts are completely organic as well. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the. Uh, it's a Voyager. Company. It's a Voyager yeah. malt, and it's a. I think it's Schooner. Um, oh yeah. no, no, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's like the first organic malted barley in Australia or some shit. Yeah, like it's that. the plot that uh, it's the batch and batch and uh, wildflower plot. Yeah, yeah. So actually, on the on the malt bags, it says uh, certified organic grown for, and it's got the batch and wildflower logos on it. Yeah, so that's that's pretty exciting. Um, he he talked about it. I believe he mentioned it in blog post about mm. this beer. Yeah, I was just did a quick Google because it's uh, it's a certified the the logo. I didn't know it was Southern Cross certified. So yeah, yeah. So it's like a lesser known one, That's uh, awesome. which 
which he outlines on that blog post, which I will link to. Great. Um, I love Topher's blog post. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I know, I know it's just like, I feel like we're sponsored by Topher sometimes, but... Um, yeah, do check out their podcast, though, as well. The, the I haven't listened to it, yeah, yeah. There's only two episodes, so yeah. really easy to get into right now. I hear now. They're, they're using some Crash Hot uh, podcasting gear. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's a bit like baseball. Like. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think they're going to be canning the table beer somewhat regularly, so... Yeah, because I think yeah. it's a, there's a bit of a um, bit of a partnership between... Wildflower and um, East Coast Canning with this one as well, mm. because um, there's been a lot of work in the back end of like putting funkier beers through a mobile canning line and how would that would work and from a sanitization point of view as well. So um, yeah, I think it's been a, a long time coming because there's been a lot of you know using a mobile canning line that other people use as well, making sure that that gets done right. Yeah, we'll get um we'll get Topher in in the podcast soon. He can talk at length about that. Yeah, no, awesome. Uh, non beer records. Yeah, non beer records. What do we want to start with? I, I can go. Um, I've got a, a a sort of a patented Tom recommendation. This will you guys will groan, I think. Um, so this is an app for your phone or a game. Uh, um, no. um, <laughs> it's called Good Sudoku. And it's it's a Sudoku app. So that's what it is. It's like you just play Sudokus. Like that's what it is. It's you know. But what they've done is they've just like taken away they they've they've simplified a lot of it. It's the same game, it's the exact same like Sudoku as you know it. Like, you know, uh nine by nine grid. Like there's no changes to the rules of Sudoku, but what they do is like at the start of each thing, like you can just press a button, it'll autofill all the notes. Um I have just been addicted to this because it's so good and it's really good at like the thing I really like is Sudoku is a logic puzzle. So it's like, it's not about maths at all. It's logic. It's like, if these numbers are here, that means that these numbers can't be here, which means that, you know, that's how you fill it out. Um, yeah, it's kind of like if, programming if rules, right? Yeah. And it's like that. It's like um, uh, what I was, uh, I recommended it a bunch of episodes ago. Picross, like is very similar. Yeah. You got me into Picross. It took me Picross a while was... to get it. Cause I was like, wait, this is a Sudoku. But, um, but yeah, yeah no, but I really enjoyed it. It's like that. What I really love about Good Sudoku is it trains you as well. So there's a hint function. And the hint, instead of just giving you a like an answer, like this number goes here, what it'll do is it'll point out a, a technique. So it'll point out a rule that it can see on the board. And it'll show you this is the rule. And it won't tell you, like, therefore, this number goes here. But it'll go, like, this is the rule. Therefore, these numbers can't go there or whatever. So, like, the more you use that, so the better you get. And I am, fuck, I am crushing some really hard Sudoku puzzles in, like, five minutes at the moment. I am so, like, yeah, nice. it's great. And there's a mode called Arcade Mode where if you put a wrong answer in, you lose a, a heart. You've got three hearts. Hmm. And every time you beat a game, you gain a quarter of a heart. And so, like, you just keep playing until you run out of hearts. But, like, if you yeah. keep playing, you, you know. So, that's, uh, it's a bit, again, it's Sudoku. Like, it's not, the actual game is Sudoku. But the... It's been really fun to like just really like hone those logic skills and um, you know notice these rules that uh, I, I I've, I've been playing Sudoku's for years, um, but this has made me so much better, which is really cool. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I think puzzles so, to keep the brain alert is uh, is a good. Thing. Yeah, so good Sudoku by Zach Gage, I think it is. Is it a um, free app or is it a paid app? It's free app with a I think a like a one time three or four dollar in app purchase to like unlock everything if you want um block all the ads yeah 
Um, Zach Gage as well. I'll just give a quick shout out. Like he's a um, really cool app developer. He, he he's done a lot of um, awesome games that are that that type kind of thing as well. There's um uh, he's got like a version of like pocket like like a pool table game, but there's like rules about you know if you pocket certain balls into certain pockets, you get extra points. That's a fun little. Um, he's got like a version of solitaire he's got a game called really bad chess that just like messes with the rules of chess um <laughs> and 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 uh so so he he's a he's a really interesting game designer um and i uh, really enjoy a lot of his games and good sudoku is the latest one and that's um uh been great yeah yeah awesome cool. i've got a game recommendation as well um i've been playing a lot of uh alto's odyssey Mm. Have you guys play that? Yeah, no. I love Alto's Odyssey. Yeah, so and Alto's Adventure is the first one, right? Yeah, so Alto's Adventure and Alto's Odyssey were mobile games, and the Alto collection just came out for PC. Uh, oh, that's cool. So they're just like, you know, Alto in better HD graphics. Um, yeah. So originally game phone games, games right? Gameplay hasn't changed at all. It's literally a one-button game. Yeah. Um, but it's so fun. It's like snowboarding or sandboarding in the case of Odyssey. And you just have these increasingly difficult challenges to do as you're going. But it's also like really just relaxing and you don't have to think too much about it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I'm a big fan. There's a Zen mode as well which, where, where there's no goals and you can just go as long as you want. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Awesome music as well. <laughs> yeah, so Alto the Alto collection, but also Alto's Adventure or Alto's Odyssey on mobile. Awesome. That looks great. Let's check that out. I've been um the last like three days smashing the Tony Hawk one and two remaster. Oh, How is it? It's I really want to get sick. it. It's oh. so good. Yeah. It's yeah, like I'll, I'll it's exactly it. what you want it to be. Like the graphics are awesome, but it's like, yeah, it plays. It's just like, yeah, exactly what you want a retouch up of of Tony Hawk. And yeah, it's got the soundtrack. It's got everything. I was uh, watching some multiplayer on on Twitch the other day. Yeah, get it. We can play some horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, so I've been, <laughs> I was playing that just before we started recording. Actually, it's good fun. Uh, yeah. Anyone who ever played Tony Hawk as, as a kid, get it. Yeah, you have it. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like one and two, probably the best ones. So I think yeah, one and two. I think three was good as well. Three was good. I, I actually I I didn't mind Underground. I think it introduced a lot of cool elements. Yeah, it was like the GT GTA. Yeah, I didn't mind Underground either. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Underground was the main inspiration for Skate. Yeah, and the yeah, skate yeah, yeah, yeah. Series. One of my favorite series of all time. Yeah, they're. I think they've, they've announced something. That they're, they're they're making a new skate. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. I miss that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. No. Tony Hawk One Two is legit. Very good. There's another yeah. cool one. It's like if you want like ultra realistic called Skater XL. Oh yeah. Which I got and it's uh it's hard and it's like the only thing is it doesn't really you don't have nothing to do you just skate. Um, okay. And you kind of like what I love about Tony Hawk is like all the challenges you got to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's one as well. I think it's still in early access called Session. Yeah, so there was Session and there was Skate, yeah. and they were both in early access. And Skate just came out. Um, oh, Skate Skater XL. Skater XL, sorry, yeah, yeah it just yeah, came yeah. out, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's, yeah, 
it's only got like three or four levels, but they're pretty they're pretty pretty sharp. Um, and it has like the classic small but good soundtrack as well. But um, yeah, is the is the full soundtrack available in Tony Hawk One and Two? Yeah, and they've added yes. like newer songs to it as well. I think oh, cool. I don't know if they got the full classic soundtrack, but all the songs you want to be on there are in there. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. got Primus, it's got um, was it Superman that song? Yeah, like the classic Tony Hawk song. Uh, yep. Rage Against the Machines. Yeah, it's all in there. Nice. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Anything cool. else to recommend? I've got a movie recommendation. Yeah, cool. Have you guys heard of this thing, this movie called You Cannot Kill David Arquette? No. No. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> liking it already. <laughs> so have you, do you guys know that David Arquette, movie star, was actually very briefly um, WCW world champion about 20 years ago? No. <laughs> yes. It was like this <laughs> massive gimmick that, was was a massive flop and everyone like every wrestling fan thought that he just ruined the industry forever and this movie's like so he actually became or like got back into wrestling in the last few years and started working the indies and this movie's about him like trying to get his redemption and <laughs> trying to get wrestling fans to like him again pretty much ah that's awesome yeah, it's a bloody great movie. It's a documentary, yeah. but classic wrestling. It also, like, you can tell a lot of it's dramatized as well. So, yeah, it's fucking great. If you like the movie The Wrestler, yeah, this is like the documentary version of that. Right, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's not on anything at the moment, so mm. use your imagination. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've been struggling to find something new to watch. I haven't really... I started watching Hannibal. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which is, like, I watched, like, the first two seasons, but it's just getting a bit repetitive. But, um, yeah, okay. yeah, it was cool. Like, it's got some fucked up killings in it. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, not really loving it. Um, there's nothing at the moment I'm watching. Or I'm struggling to find something to watch. But there's a couple of things coming out that I'm very excited for. Um, I, th- I think this week they announced that the new season of Mandalorian is coming out next month. Yeah, it is. That's very exciting. Um, um, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, I'm keen to watch Raised by yeah. Wolves as well. Okay. Yeah. You ever um, watched Mandalorian, Adrian? No. Oh, man, I love that. That's so yeah, good. it's really good. Um, yeah. Apparently, and I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's something you'd like. I think both of you would like, actually. Ted Lasso, have you heard about it? Oh, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah, it's on it's Apple like TV. Ameri- it's an American guy that becomes a... Yeah, so he's an American college football oh, coach. Oh, yeah. He gets hired a, to be like a, a, like a football manager. Football manager. Yeah. Apparently, it's it's so much better than it should be. So I haven't watched it yet. I just heard. I've okay. seen the trailers, and the trailers are like really off-putting. But then all the reviews are actually pretty good. Yeah, so, so I might actually. Sure, yeah. I've got a free subscription. That's free. If you bought an Apple product, yeah, yep. yeah, recently yep. you get a free twelve-month subscription. So like, yeah, everyone's probably got one, but like, yeah, you know, no one's watching Apple TV. I, mean, I definitely have one. Yeah, yeah. actually, um, yeah, that, that the last I've only watched one thing on Apple TV, and it was really good, and it was a Tom Hanks like World War Two submarine. Yeah. Movie. Oh, um, Greyhound? Greyhound? That was yeah, pretty I cool. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. definitely I, worth watching. The only thing I've watched on it is the Beastie Boy story. Oh, um, man, now I know what I'm doing watch. tonight. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I'd recommend is um, Central Park on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Um, that's like an animated, animated by the te- like the Bob's Burgers team, so it's very, that, very much that style of animation. Yep. And it's sort of an animated musical comedy about Central Park, so there's songs in it, and a lot of the... Um, and it's got a really good cast. It's like um, David Diggs and um, Stanley Tucci, uh, Kristen Bell, 
Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot yeah, cool. of like really you know talented people behind it, and it's really oh. good. I watched the first season of that, so that's if you, again if you're looking for just like a short animated, like, yeah, it's very. Man, fun. you guys have um, given me a bunch of stuff to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm getting a lot of some cool stuff. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of SBS recently. Yeah, I've been. Thinking, yeah, I think I've been recommending a few. Yeah, the past yeah. few episodes. Um, so I'm going to continue that by recommending Jeopardy, uh, which is airing every night at 7 p.m. That's so good. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually so good. It's like one of the best quiz shows of all time. It is the quiz show. Like, yeah. yeah. And also parallel to that, or exactly the same as that, Jeopardy is on Netflix as well. Yes. Like past seasons. So you can watch some classic. We're talking about like the game show Jeopardy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know what I have been watching on on uh, on SBS on demand is um, I started rewatching X Files again. Oh yeah, sick! Yeah, they've got like I think they've got the whole thing, everything on, oh, man. on SBS on demand. Love X Files, but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm watching the first season of that now, which is pretty good. Nice. But what I was gonna say is like, do you guys ever watch Red and Stimpy when you were yes. younger? Yeah. You know they're remaking Red and Stimpy. What? Yeah. No. It's Does either it going to be amazing or it's going to be utter, utter garbage, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, so I think they're remaking Animaniacs as well. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Animaniacs, I remember watching as a kid when that first came out. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. You watch it again these days and there's like a lot of adult humor in there. Yeah. Oh, well, Red and Stimpy was probably 90% adult humor. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember as a child not understanding it, but this is fucked up, but I really like it for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid getting the Red and Stimpy show bag from the Easter show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. You gave me some hot tips, things to watch this week. I'm excited. So, a couple of other things that I've been watching. So, sometimes I kind of just want to turn my brain off and watch some reality reality TV shows. So, my go-to is um, Rust Valley Restorers on Netflix. <laughs> I have watched the trailer and been like, oh, I could watch that. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's like these Canadian rednecks just restoring classic cars and i love classic cars so it's just perfect for me yeah nice. you can tell that it's kind of partly dramatized but yeah you know, sure that's but, what you're uh, there for anyway it's uh it's the bachelor for car nerds <laughs> yeah worth watching check it out yeah i mean i'm i'm on the third season already oh well that says everything right, you need to it. say yeah. <laughs> awesome anything else oh um, what, what, we, what we didn't talk about last time was music. Yeah. Uh, because it had been so long since we recorded and the new Run the Jewels album came out. Yes! And it's probably going to be like my album of the year. It's so fucking sick. I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Very good. RTJ4. Yeah. And it's like so current for this time as well. Yes, I agree. It's, it's like it came out like two weeks after the the Black Lives Matter riots in the US and you're like, oh my God, they couldn't have timed this better. There's some pretty, uh, yeah, some pretty cutting deep lyrics in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and also on the complete opposite side of the coin, but equally as good is Taylor Swift's new album. I have uh, heard that that's very good. Folklore. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't listened to it, Tom. I haven't listened to a lot of music recently, actually. So Yeah. It's, it's actually very good to the point that People who don't usually like Taylor Swift, and I usually like Taylor Swift, mm. the people who don't usually like Taylor Swift have said, this album is fucking good. That's how good it is. So, yeah, check it out. Folklore. 
Um, I've got a few uh, sort of on that topic, not music, but uh, podcast recommendations, because I always just listen to too many podcasts. Um, the one that I think is probably like not a surprise to anyone, like I think it, it's it's one of the most popular podcasts out there, but it's very, very good. So if you haven't listened to it, I recommend it, is um, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. I recommend it highly. It's very funny. Uh, okay. And it's just him. It's him and his like assistant and his producer like they talk a lot and they've got a really good chemistry and so they like sort of like have a little segment at the start have a little segment at the end and then most of the show is him like interviewing someone and there's like incredible guests like it's because it's he's got access to a lot of people but um some of them are just like so good um i just listened to um the like one with mike myers one with ted danson um, the one with very recent, uh, this is going back a bit, actually Keegan, Michael key. I was just absolutely in stitches. It was so funny. So you can go through, there's heaps of heaps of different people we've spoken to, and you can sort of just pick the ones that you're interested in listening to. Uh, what else have I been really been enjoying the, uh, election profit makers. Uh, so it, it is a political podcast, but it's a comedy podcast as well. Um, basically there's this website called, um, predictit.org. It's a project of the University of Wellington, I think. And it's a gambling site where you can gamble on the outcome of US politics. Um, wow. And this podcast is all about that. It's all about, like, recommending what to bet on. And uh, But it's very it's very much a comedy podcast. It's not actually <laughs> about that. That's sort of, like, the, you know, the trappings of it. And uh, it's very funny. It's, um, it's actually got uh, one of the hosts is Starly Kine, Adrian. Oh, cool. Who uh, used to have an excellent podcast, um, which, uh, if anyone hasn't listened to, Mystery Show uh, from years ago is was, was great. It was like a one-season run, and it was so good. Oh, um, on the same vein as Mystery Show, um, the episode 158 of Reply All may well be the best podcast episode of all time. You recommended it to me, and I listened to it, and you recommended it to me as a double feature with another um, podcast episode, which I listened to both. What was the other one? I can't remember. It was um, uh, it was a an episode of ninety nine pi ninety nine percent invisible about who lo- who let the dogs out. All <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> that is a great episode. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. And that that is a great that's a great podcast double feature for anyone. So the the uh, you, you explained the um, the uh, reply reply all one reply all. Um, I'm, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know what to say without spoiling it too much but basically this guy reply all is a podcast where they kind of answer uh user emails or whatever and this guy emailed them saying there's this song that i can't get out of my head can you help me figure out what it is and yeah what ensues is like one of the greatest investigations it's great it is so much fun yeah are you going to put that in the show notes? Because I'm keen to listen to that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll put both of those in the show notes. So and the, the Who Let the Dogs one out is an, is an investigation as to who actually wrote Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's an investigation to who actually let the dogs well, out. Well, that's kind like, of oh, the joke, on. yeah. <laughs> um, it's very good. Yeah. It's very... Uh, that one's... You, they sort of go, oh, and then like we actually found... like There's Baja Men, obviously, release a song. And they're like, oh, and then they based on this song. And then you listen to it, and, and then they go... But then, and it just keeps going, and it's so good. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a very deep rabbit hole. If we're getting into uh, individual episodes of things, um, oh god, the, <laughs> here we go. The individual episode uh, of uh, Song Exploder, which I'm sure we've recommended in the past, about uh, Semisonic's uh, seminal hit, Closing Time, um, which is a favourite <laughs> of mine, uh, is, is is actually for what you would think is such a simple and even somewhat like simplistic song, like. It's actually got like a surprising amount of emotion and uh, and depth, and, uh, and I recommend that. So, Song Explode is a yeah. fantastic podcast, and um, uh, that was a great episode of it. The um the other my other favorite episode of Song Explode was the Fleetwood Mac one. Um, yeah, um, I was going to say that that was really yeah. good. That yeah. was just like the listening to the yeah. lyrics, the um, isolated lyrics of Lindsay Buckingham was oh, amazing, and yeah. him just yelling, like, "You can go your yeah. like go your own way." It's just like Crazy. it's it that was chilling. It was haunting. Yeah. I played, it for my, I played that for my mum, and she loved it. Um, yeah, that's a great podcast episode. Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm going to recommend a podcast called Crossbred. Have you guys heard of that one? No. no. It's, um, it's an ABC podcast. It's only six episodes, I think. I think it, it, it's created by or co-created by Megan Washington, okay. the Australian singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about this um, brother and sister that inadvertently become a... Christian hip hop duo <laughs> and their kind of rise and fall. So, yeah, it's like it, it, obviously a comedy podcast. Um, All right. Good production value. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's time to wrap it up, boys. I think it is. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely flagging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, if you really liked it, please give it a review. You can reach us on Facebook and at sessionable.net. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, guys.